Mango Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi, guys. We're back. We are back. We're so pumped. And not only are we back, where are we, Natalie? We're in our own room. We have our own studio, guys. We have graduated. We went for sort of like a Clarissa explains it all sort of theme it's in like here. A teenage locker. Yeah, put a lot of push pins, yeah, a lot of magazine of, We need, like, a little bit more glitter for it to be, like, truly. And we need a mirror. And There's no mirror If you want to go full Clarissa, we need a pool of sand with a little alligator. Yeah, for sure. I think maybe we can post a photo of it. I like the vibe we've got, mm-hmm. we've got going on in here. But, um, okay, so as we mentioned in our update episode, we are tweaking our format just a little bit. Um, You know, we wanted to dive a little bit deeper into our shows that we love. Uh, So we'll be dedicating multiple episodes to one particular theme. And what's our first theme, Natalie? Our first theme is My So-Called Freaks. We will be discussing two Gone Too Soon cult teen classics, My So-Called Life and Freaks and Geeks. We watched a lot of TV. You guys, I'm we've tired. Seen, I know. We, we were just talking about I'm how we haven't watched out. anything else because we've been watching 37 episodes of television. But it was great. Um, anyways, before we really get started. Yeah, we have to get into the important things. Yeah. Let's talk about what we're fangirling over this week. Okay. So should I go first? I think we have the same thing this week. Well, yeah, because I've shown you the but, light. Yeah, yeah, go first since it's okay. your thing. So friends of the podcast will remember... Um, my dear friend Meredith, who joined us for our Gilmore Girls podcast, she was like a fan favorite. Like I feel like everyone in our office yeah. loves her. Nobody, like, nobody listened to us until Meredith. Nobody came cares. Along. Everyone cares about Meredith. But so I, she's kind of like my sage when it comes to sort of like beauty, like any of that kind of stuff. So anything that any recommendation she ever gives me, I just take carte blanche. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can I buy that on Amazon? Great. So I was with her and she was telling me about this thing this is so silly she was telling me about this thing it's called a jade roller and essentially it's like a mini rolling pin for your face um and it's made out of jade because i feel like asian ladies like know what's up when it comes to stuff like that and no joke you i'll i can post a photo of this too maybe an amazon like <laughs> maybe this is how we start making yeah. money right here that we're sponsored by jade rollers um but basically you just like roll out your face in the morning and it's supposed to like clear your lymphatics or whatever i don't know it's a little miracle stick it is i got you one you yeah love it changed it. my life i've only been using it for four days yeah and i feel like i'm a totally different person also you guys it's like 11 dollars. like this is not a huge investment you keep it in the freezer it's delightful. Even this morning, you were like, did you jade roll it? I can tell. I'm like, how? <laughs> you do. You look so youthful. But yeah, <laughs> if you guys are struggling with like, you know, some tiredness and like dark under eye circles and like we all, we all have our moments. It also just wakes you up because sure. you keep it in the freezer. Yeah, it's delightful. Um, so that's what I'm fangirling over. That's what you're fangirling <laughs> yes. over too? Yeah, guys, we're, things are happening over here. Our lives are being changed by $11.00. Jade Rollers, thank you, Meredith Morris, for being <laughs> delightful and changing my life per usual. Um, but that's it. Yeah. Is that all we're saying? Really? I, I think mean, so. Get it, guys. I mean, I started playing Sims Free Play on my phone, which is a disaster, and someone make me delete it because it's so, taking time. Did you play regular Sims as a kid? Yes. I loved Sims. Okay. <laughs> you just it was stared like deeply into thing. my eyes. Like my friends and I, we would go get cherry cokes at the local gas station uh-huh. with and the pump or like an actual ooh, with the pump. Ooh, 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 like a real shot cherry of cherry cokes. and then a box of gobstoppers and mm-hmm. we would just play Sims for hours. Mm-hmm. So 
the other day I was kind of reminiscing with someone about Sims, and I, was, I wonder if they have a game, and here I am, and this is a mistake. And you, did you or did you not spend money? <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit, just to get started. <laughs> but I need to give myself a timeline so I can delete it, but... That, that's it. I don't want to. What do you mean? Like, so you, like, you're going to play until the end of, maybe it's what you give up for, like, Lent or something? Yeah, I, okay. I can't play it for very long. Because, I, one, I don't want to accidentally pay money again. Uh-huh. Two, it's time consuming. And the more people you get, like, you have to send them to jobs. It's a whole thing. Is it like a, I've never played. So is it like a Tamagotchi where, like, they need to be, like, maintained? The CD-ROM is okay. more. Like, they're fine if you're not playing it. Uh-huh. But you have to, like, make sure they're fed and, like, the phone app is very similar, but it's not as, like, important. But it's not, like, alerting you if, like, your people oh, are no. hungry or whatever. They're not, like, babies. Okay. <laughs> they can, do they do They're things, adults. Do they do things while you're not, like, taking care of them? Like, do you come back to them in different situations? I will give them tasks that take several hours. <laughs> like what? So they're, like, I'm reading so or working or sleeping or whatever. Okay, so you, like, put them to bed. Yeah. And then... I don't—I'm embarrassing myself. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it anymore. Okay. Um, okay, so first—now, moving on from Sims, we can talk about that later because I'm very—I have yeah, a lot of questions. Yeah, let's talk about the real topic The real here. topics. Okay, so first— Maybe we should start by, like, explaining the shows Freaks and Geeks and My So-Called Life because there might be people that haven't seen it. <sighs> if you haven't, what are you doing? I know. It's pretty much a tragedy unto itself. But thankfully, we watched—you watched, you watched um, My So-Called Life on—what did you watch it on? Hulu? Hulu. Yeah. I watched it on ABC.com because that's where it premiered initially. And then Freaks and Geeks is on Netflix. Yes. And Freaks and—the good thing about Freaks and Geeks on Netflix is that it's actually in the original, like, the story order— and not necessarily in the air order, which we can talk about later, too. Um, but we are, like we said, intimately familiar with all of these because we watched about 34 episodes of television in a short time. It's funny because this was my third time watching both. Both of them? Yeah, both of them. And I wow. feel like I still can't remember a lot of it. It's so much drama and, like, information. I am— overwhelmed with like emotion and we I mean, we'll get into it but you guys like we're committed we we really committed to this topic um okay so I'll do I can just um do an overview of my so-called life quick. go for it I'll just a little byline okay so it's set at the fictional Liberty High School in the suburbs of Pittsburgh it follows the emotional travails of several teenagers in the social circle of main character Angela Chase played by Claire Danes the show was praised for its portrayal of adolescence and the commentary of its central character, Angela. Whew. Okay. I'm, I, I mean, I should have, like, heavily bolded the emotional travails because that's <laughs> really just the theme. Okay, you got Okay, I have Freaks and Geeks. Okay. Uh, central character Lindsay Weir finds herself attempting to transform from an academically gifted student into a rebellious teenager who hangs out with troubled slackers. Her relationships with her new friends and the friction they cause with their parents and with their her own self-image form one strand of the show. The other— follows Lindsay's brother Sam and his group of geeky friends as they navigate a different part of the social universe and try to fit in. I mean, if you're not in already to watch these shows, like, guys, you're, yeah. we're really missing out. What's not to love about them? Um, I mean, I feel like we loved so much of them. How did you even discover these shows? Because they're both, I mean, we should say, so My So-Called Life came out in 1994. And Freaks and Geeks was 99? 99, 99. Yeah. yes. So you were like, 
in utero. So how? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I know, but you were not old I enough really to be I did not watch shows. my so-called life. I, I was aware of it existing. Like, I remember it kind of being on MTV. Uh-huh. Um, but I did not watch it until I was in high school. My so-called life? My mom okay. told me to watch it. God, your mom's so cool. And uh, <laughs> I didn't watch Freaks and Geeks until the year after I graduated high school because I was getting into the... Apatow crew, if you will. <laughs> and someone was like, you haven't seen Freaks and Geeks. What are you doing with your life? Did you watch it on DVD? Yeah. Okay. I, actually, Blockbuster was doing a DVD like, service like competing with Netflix. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I had. Oh. You had like a subscription to Blockbuster. I miss Blockbuster. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just like shed a little. You poured a little <laughs> out for Blockbuster. So I watched my so-called life not technically live because, you know, so it was on ABC originally for one season, and we, we'll talk about kind of what happened to it, why it only was one season a little bit later. But then MTV buys the rights to right. it, right? So I remember watching it on MTV. So I was almost the same age as Angela when I was watching it, and so I have this very kind of like personal relationship to the show because I was that age and I was like feeling all of those things and like being so awkward and like wearing a lot of (laughs) so dramatic so dramatic and like I wasn't Angela level dramatic but just like all of the things that she's going through like I felt like I was going through and then Freaks and Geeks I feel like the same thing I mean obviously we know why I love the show. I mean, Busy, Busy Phillips is in it. She yeah, plays Kim Kelly. It's amazing. Um, but I don't think I watched it. I probably watched it in college initially. And then watching it again this time was, like, really fun for some reason. I think, too, because it's, like, literally everyone who's in Hollywood right now is in the show. And so yeah. it's kind of fun to see, like— Like Seth, Rashida Jones. Yeah, Rashida Jones, Lizzie Kaplan, Busy Phillips, like— Seth Rogen, Jason Segel, like, I mean, it's the list goes on and on. Martin Starr, like, it goes on and on and on. It's fun to see them as, like, 15-year-olds and, like, yeah. being crazy. Um, but I think, too, you know, I touched on this a little bit, but my so-called life, right, like, you had you had teen shows, and we know how I feel about Save by the Bell. Like, I loved a lot of those shows, you but, know. And, yeah, but they don't go deep. Right, that's the thing. They were very sort of surface level, like, oh, like, let's, you know, like, Hot Sunday, like let's have like, a girl group. Like it was yeah, very kind they're of fun. usually two extremes when it comes to teen shows. They're yeah. very like light, maybe like Disney Channel, yes, Boy Meets World kind of thing. Very colorful, and then there is like over the top, yeah, Hollywood drama, like nine hundred two one zero, the OC, soap, like soapy, yeah, for sure. Which I also love because mm-hmm. they're ridiculous, right? Obviously, but this like particularly my so called life, like. I was going through exactly this at exactly the same time. Like, and that I don't think had ever really been done before. I think so. This is, you know, my so called life starts in 94. The WB, which kind of became like the, the teen central, the teen central <laughs> you know, didn't launch until 1995. So that gives you, you know, like Felicity, Dawson's Creek, like all of those shows. Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls, um, you know, and then merges with like. The UPN to be CW later on or whatever. It's a mess. <laughs> That's like for another day, but I think it was just like this is, you know, the the teens were like the stars of the show. The parents, everybody was kind of like secondary. The adults were secondary. They carried the show in this very sort of like realistic, um, but not. Uh, like, heightened drama just for drama's sake. Yeah. And it was like, okay, like, this is for me. Like, this is my parents. Although, 
for my so-called life, they do focus a lot on they the do. parents. Who are always getting busy, by the way. That yeah. Did you know they gave them more, like, plot lines and stuff because Claire Danes was 13, not 15. So and good. just, like, to get by with all, like, the strict rules on uh, filming with such young people, oh, yeah. they're uh-huh. like, we'll just give the parents more to do. Really? So they could balance it. But I think that's such an important thing to see the parents' side. Mm-hmm. For sure. And honestly, like, watching, and we'll talk about this too, but watching it now, I related so much more to the parents because I'm old and I need <laughs> a shade roller. Old. I know. But, like, the mom's 40. <laughs> like, you know, it's not like they're like, yeah. 60 years old or whatever. But watching it now is just like, oh. My gosh, like being a parent is impossible. Well, I think just watching it as an adult, you relate more to Patty because everyone's like a mess. A mess. You're wrong. You don't know it yet. Right. No, yeah, like you're you're doing it wrong. Wait, what were you like in high school? Now that we're talking about all these high school shows. Um, I was very much like I am right now. Yeah? How did Um, that go over in your like small town Indiana high school? Good. I was very quiet in class Uh unless it was like— like a weird project or like we had lip sync contests at homecoming. Like I very much like to be like a part of like a stage or like something. Uh Um, But other than that, I was pretty quiet. And then I also feel like I lived a double life because of you guys might remember the great (laughs) myspace.com, but I had like a lot of friends and I was like following a lot of bands Mm -hmm. and my mom would like sometimes let me skip school and would drive me to like shows around the Midwest. So I was like living that weird life and then coming back to school. But I was still like very active in school and everything, but I didn't love it either. Every time we talk about your parents, I'm just like, oh, why are they so cool? (laughs) It's amazing. Um, I was, I was very much the same too. I was like Susie High School. Weren't you most likely to be president? I was. I, twice. I was voted. <laughs> it's going well for me, guys. Um, wait, wait, 2020. You? you were most likely to be famous, though. Yeah. So, guys, here I am. Here my you are. own podcast. Your own podcast. <laughs> You're just fulfilling those dreams. Um, yeah, no, I was like honor roll captain of the volleyball team, like played three sports. Like I played sports, but I didn't care. Oh, I cared. Hardcore. Of course you did. I cared about everything. Like I was. You know, and all my good friends are, like, a lot of my high school friends, like, I don't know. High school was great for me, which I think for a lot of people is not the case. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so—but still, you know, you're still 15. You're still, like, feeling all these things. You're still insecure. Like, even, you know, it's a good lesson, too, to be, like, whatever is kind of happening on the surface is not what's happening right. below the surface for people. And I think, actually, it's a good kind of transition for these shows because— the show is very much about transition for everyone oh, and kind of yeah, like both of them fluidity of your identity in high school. And I think I just locked into my identity at like 17 and haven't really adjusted it much <laughs> up until now. Um, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I was I was very much this right well, right now. It was good, a lot. Good for you. It was you, a lot. You found yourself early. <laughs> I found myself. Um, OK, so. I think that's kind of like how we discovered them, what we like about them. They're very like real shows. Yeah. Do should we break down kind of the pilot? Sure. So I started hanging out with Rayanne Graff. Just for fun. Just because it seemed like if I didn't I would die or something. Things were getting to me. Just how people are. How they always expect you to be a certain way. Even your best friend. Angela Chase begins a friendship with Ray Graff and Ricky Vasquez. 
life-changing friendship. Life-changing. Mm-hmm. Um, at home, there's tension between her and her mother, and Angela begins to notice changes in her relationships with her parents and her old friends. So basically, the pilot just sets up her relationship with everyone in the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, how she's immediately trying to change her identity. Right. Like, she becomes friends with Rayanne, and they're, like, pret- like trying to pickpocket people. And, yeah, the like, opening scene is weird. And mm-hmm. then she dyes her hair a crimson red, yes. mm-hmm. you know, just to be a little rebellious. And she can't stand her mom. And it's all of this inner dialogue that for being written by an adult is, like, exactly how yes. a teenager speaks. And it's so well done. I was trying to find some facts on voiceover like as a as sort of like a storytelling um, device mm-hmm. because I mean again this is ninety four like we're so used to voiceover now like all the ABC like comedies everybody has a voiceover but in ninety four no it was very kind of rare and it was it was particularly interesting because it's like again that outside inside like what I you... think the original idea was to kind of like take like a girl's diary. Oh, and uh-huh. go from there. So I think that's where it stems from. Yeah, and they do it super well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's basically what it's about. And how do you think, think it does goes. it do a good job of like setting up the rest of the episodes? Oh yeah, for sure. And like, of course, all the characters were introduced. So she's like mentions Jordan Catalano, Ugh. like she's totally obsessed with him. Right. She gets, goes to a party, gets pushed in the mud, Which blah, blah, awesome. blah, ends up in a room with him. Uh-huh. He says like two words to her. Yeah. But he... Uh, Jared Leto was only supposed to be in the pilot. Really? Can you imagine my so-called life? Like, there is no, no. show without Jordan Catalano. No. 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 I like <laughs> You're it. upset. I'm upset. Wait, why was he only supposed to be in the pilot? D- that doesn't make any sense. He was just supposed to be, like, a cute guy. I don't think he was supposed to, like, grow as a character. <sighs> That's I can't, But I can't—I just can't even fathom what would happen without him. Like, half of the show is about this character. Yeah. Well, and just, like, her reaction. Like, he's, like, her son. Like, she's kind of, like, orbiting around him in a lot of ways. In a maybe unhealthy, but, you know, sort of normal teen way. As a teenage girl slash me now, (laughs) I definitely have unhealthy obsessions, and it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. It's totally fine, guys. Um, It's Okay, so mm, Freaks and Geeks, I think you could probably—there probably is, you know, some internet troll— that would say Freaks and Geeks is, like, just a rip of my so-called life. Like, there are a lot of things that are very similar between the two shows, and we will get into those. But even in the pilot, it's kind of the same thing. Like, you know, Lindsay, we meet Lindsay, and she's kind of in this transition period. And the way in which we meet her is she's kind of creeping on, like, this group of kids who are, you know, as they are dubbed, the Freaks. It's 1980. We learn that great it's a year. great year. It's in Michigan. We learn that like instantly. And we're introduced to Daniel, Nick, and Ken. We don't know their names. Like that's the one thing about Freaks and Geeks. They don't hit you over the head with like, these are these people. You just kind of like learn who they are organically. Right. And they're, you know, they're under the bleachers kids. Like there's, <laughs> you know, they're smoking. They're talking about pot. They're talking about Led Zeppelin. And then you're immediately juxtaposed by meeting Sam, Lindsay's brother, and his nerdy friends, like, as they're getting bullied. By Rashida Jones, right? No, not Busy not Phillips? Yet. No, they're getting bullied by Squints from oh, the Sandlot. Um, it's this kid named Alan. He's a total jerk. And then Lindsay, his sister, has to come to their defense. It's fighting time, weird. 
Leave me alone, Ellen. I'm sorry. I don't speak geek. I always wanted to know what it'd be like to fight a girl. I'm a girl. Wanna see what it'd be like to fight me? Huh. Weird sister has to protect him. I'm not protecting him. Just trying to figure out why it is you need to pick fights with guys who weigh less than 100 pounds. Watch out, Ellen. I think she's high on pot. Yeah, I might just go psycho on you. Wanna try me? You're dead, all right? As soon as your freak sister isn't around, I'm gonna cream you, man. You know, you really didn't need to do that. I could have handled it. Yeah, I know. And by the way, I weigh 103 pounds. Sorry. Man, I hate high school. Right away, you kind of learn that Lindsay is much like Angela, like in transition. She started wearing her dad's old army jacket kind of for no reason, and she's been up-to-date academically, like, gifted. She's, this like, the star mathlete, um, which always kind of reminds me of Never Been Kissed. Yeah. Um, but, and, but she quits mathlete. She quits. Angela quits yearbook. Yes. Like, they're both trying to find, like, a new thing. Yes. They're and, trying to move on. And really for not— a clear reason. Like, we le- we do learn that Lindsay's grandmother died and that had an, an impact on her, but it wasn't necessarily, like, it, uh, there's no real catalyst, and I think that's kind it's of— just going through puberty, yes, trying and, to find who you are. Yes, and I think that's, you know, again, like, what these shows do so well. But, you know, in terms of Freaks and Geeks setting up, you know, we meet all of the characters. We Like I said, we meet the guys, the freaks. Um, and then we also meet Kim Kelly, who's my love. <laughs> and I've watched this pilot now so many times, but this most recent time that I watched it, I realized what a huge bitch she is. Oh, totally. Um, but you realize— at the end of the first episode that everyone is actually kind of good and like she's a huge bitch because she's incredibly insecure and like Lindsay's wearing this like jacket and trying to figure out these new friends because she's incredibly insecure and you know the geeks are just like oozing their insecurity yeah I feel like they'd almost be the most confident yeah well because they definitely like know who they are and like know what they like but um you know it's kind of a typical like uh you know slice of of high school life like there's the homecoming dance like the geeks get you know into a a very amazing fight with their bully (laughs) um you know there's crushes like all of those things but it really does a good job of kind of setting up all the cast of characters and then like how all these people are going to interact um but it what I also like, too, is that I think shows nowadays, like, need, like, a good bow on them. Like, every single episode's like, and we wrapped up this story. Right. Like, sh- these shows don't do that. It's kind of like, all right, we'll see what happens with these <laughs> And characters. also they don't end in the package either because no. they just get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> they just get canceled. Um, okay, so we touched on a little bit of, like, how these things are kind of—how these two shows are sort of the same. There's a couple obvious things, right? Like— <laughs> Like, most of the characters? Yes, but they're, like, teen shows. We talked about, like, insecurity. You just mentioned that they're canceled (laughs) after one season. Um, I think star, you know, you could say, like, huge stars came out of these shows. Almost everyone. Yeah, I mean, At least in Freaks and Geeks, for sure. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks is is unusual. But then My So-Called Life, you have Claire Claire Danes, Danes. Jared Leto. Mm -hmm. I mean, two. 
considering she was like 13. I mean, Rayanne, AJ Langer is kind of like royalty or something now. So yeah, she's that's like a thing. married to a prince or something or like a duke. Yeah, a duke. Um, we will talk about Rayanne ad nauseum because I she I had the biggest girl crush on her before that was like even a term. I yeah. wanted to be her. Who didn't want to be Rayanne when you watch it when you're like younger than 18? When you watch it when you're younger than 18, Rayanne is by far the coolest person. She's so unique, different, like seems completely unhit like un um hindered by her own insecure like yeah you know, just everything that you feel as a you teenager. think she's confident but she's no not she's at a all. hot mess when you watch it as an adult she is I think my one note is that she's the Taz she's a Tasmanian devil like she just <laughs> comes in and like mixes Stirs everything she's it up. chaos personified and it makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> um but then also I think there's just that notion of like both Angela and Lindsay kind of like become bad kids like quote-unquote like to their parents um, but I think there's probably some other things that are similar about the shows that are not – you have to, like, dive a little bit deeper, um, maybe, like, at the character level. Yes. Um, so do you want to talk about your love, Jordan Catalano, and who he's like in Freaks and Geeks? <laughs> My love. Your sure. love, yeah. Well, if you remember in our first – episode, if you've actually been listening to us, mm-hmm. I chose Jordan Catalano as my number one back-in-the-day babe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he has a special place in my heart. Yes. Even though he kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, he's but, kind of a huge dick to Angela. Yeah. He is very similar to James Franco, Daniel, and Freaks and Geeks, and they've both been held back not once, but twice. Twice. So they're both way older. They're like 17. Yeah. And everyone else is like 15 or 16. Daniel's 18. Daniel's 18. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of age differences, it gets Guys. a little dicey when you start using IMDb to realize how old these Claire people Danes were at the time. Claire Danes is playing 15, but she was 13. Baby. And Jared Leto was like actually like probably 18, 19. I think he's like 20. seven. I don't know. I think he's like seven years older than her. So like he taught her how to make out. That is a fact. She said it. I mean, they're doing a good job. Like, a lot of those <laughs> scenes, he, it seems like a good teacher. But, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of gross. But also, like, Daniel and Jordan are both sort of, like, aloof, like, sort of mysterious for no reason. Yeah. Like, um, there's more under the surface. Yes, which we learn a lot about Daniel. I don't feel like we—I mean, we do learn a lot about Jordan, but Jordan— Like, he starts to open up, but it's not—not not enough. <laughs> no. And I wonder— I wonder if you counted how many, like, lines Jared Leto actually has in My So-Called Life. Oh, that would be interesting. It's not a lot. Someone's like, 30 or less. Someone on the internet has for sure done this. We can do some Googling after. Um, so then you also have kind of, like, the former best friends for both of these main characters. So Claire Danes, Angela has Sharon. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay Weir has Millie, who— we love Millie. I love Millie so much. She And she's one of those people who, you know, you're, they're always those people who are, like, huge geeks. and like, But you just realize later that they just knew who they were and they were kind of fine with they that. They own it. She Absolutely. owns it. Beer here! No, thank you. I prefer to get high on life. <laughs> she owns her nerdiness. The whole show, she's a great friend. She, like, comes to, like, both—and Sharon does, too. They, like, come to the other person's rescue, even though they don't talk to them yeah. anymore. Millie's really consistent with that. Very consistent. And she's she loves the game Uno. 
She's very dedicated to Uno. I well. love Uno. <laughs> you, I didn't know <laughs> that about you. I'm learning so many things. Um, and, I mean, we can't go too far without just talking about how Angela and Lindsay are very that, similar. Yeah, that's the obvious. Yeah. I mean, let alone their, like, oversized clothing. Like, we just have to start there. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I was wondering when I was thinking about this episode last night, do we get the sense that Angela, like, was a really good student and now she's just, like, started cutting class? Or is she kind of, like, middle of the road? I think she was, like, an average student grade-wise. Okay. But she was, you know, she was in yearbook. I think she was, like, a little more active uh-huh. socially at school. Participatory, if yes. you will. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay was just, like, she's borderline genius. Yeah, particularly Lindsay was just very smart. Math and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just two girls who are like trying to figure their shit out. They're, you know, they had what they thought was kind of a good life going for them. But then it's like, is this it? Yeah. Is this all I want? They have to explore. Yeah. And then their best, their new best friends, Rayanne and Kim are very similar. And And their moms. moms. (laughs) Their moms are a mess. Both of their moms, like. I will say though, Rayanne's mom does care. Yes. About Rayanne. Whereas Kim's mom, I'm not sure. Kim's mom does some things where it leads you to believe that she hates Kim. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of understand why Kim is the way that she is. But both of these girls are, like, loud and sexually active and, like, brash. And, like, they don't really give a shit about what people have to say about them. And But like, they secretly do. But they secretly care so much. But they're just, like, out there and are kind of bossy and in charge and— don't really have their shit together yeah. at all. And Rayanne does have a crazier sense of style, but Kim stole that jacket, so that makes up for it. I have four to seven notes in my Freaks and Geeks notes that are just like, I want Kim's shirt. I want Kim's shoes. I want Kim's jacket. Like, Oh, the Freaks and Geeks fashion is like how I want to dress every day. Like, yeah. It's 1980. That like early 80s, like pre kind of like day glow situation. Yeah. Like, like it's still the 70s. 70s. <laughs> yeah. When they go to homecoming, you can see that transition that it's like still the 70s. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like real drapey looking fabrics. Um, okay. So that's, you know, at a character level, we've talked a lot about kind of how they're like deeply rooted in like transition and kind of like uh, identity fluidity that you experience when you're a teenager. Um, but one thing that these shows definitely have in common is that they were super groundbreaking and kind of like ahead of their time. Which is why they got canceled? Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. It was too good. Too, <laughs> too good at the time. I think you could say that for a lot of shows, like, had this been five years later or had this been a Netflix show or something like that. I'm still surprised. One of my favorite shows is Strangers with Candy. It was on Comedy yeah, Central. Uh-huh, totally. It made it what, three seasons, uh-huh. I think, which is insane. When I watch it now, I'm like, wow, how did this get on TV in, like, mid to late 90s? Totally. And, like, yeah, in the first place and then last as it's, long as it did. It's so amazing. But it's, like, then you—but that's a perfect situation where it's, like, Comedy Central is probably launching at the same time. They're desperate for content. Yeah, exactly. These were—so um, Freaks and Geeks was on NBC. So this is 99. So it's, like, ER— Friends, Frasier. That's one of the reasons uh, my so-called life didn't do well because it was competing against Friends on NBC, and then like Fox was like Living Single and Martin. Like well, there's yeah. no chance. And this was prime comedy time. Like all of those, you know, there was like must see TV, right? And so all of must see TV was mostly comedy, right? And then it's like you've got this tiny little like weirdo show that's trying to like carve out a niche for itself on the same huge network, and then. My so-called life was ABC, which I guess 
it's a little bit weird to think because ABC, I think, when I think of ABC now, I definitely think of like family-oriented comedy. But back then, from the research I was doing, was that it was very much the place for kind of like unique dramas. Um, and they were more willing to like take chances on kind of like obscure type things. And yeah. actually, my so-called life came out of the same kind of writers group that was thirty something, which a lot of people I've I haven't seen much of it, but I do know that I've always wanted to watch it. Yeah, and I know that it was like this big kind of thing. It was huge. Yeah. It was huge and, and very similar and kind of that very dramatic, like but very real to the point where it's so uncomfortable to watch. Um, but so they were both kind of trying to carve out their things, you know, even like from the when they do get canceled, they both had like huge internet campaigns to save them. Like my so-called life was the, was the first, first one ever. The first internet campaign. Like people, co- you know, collaborated, like got together and were like, we want to save the show. I mean, it didn't work, but it might have worked in like getting it to MTV, like MTV yeah. knowing that there was this huge audience for it. But even then, the beginning like, of true internet fandom. I mean, come on. I mean, where were we? <laughs> we should have been like out there, like leading the leading the campaign. But then, like all of the topics that these shows covered too. I mean, like Wilson Cruz of so Ricky. Ricky was the first openly gay character in prime time. I guess there was. One in, like, daytime, like, maybe, like, a soap. Uh-huh. But he was the first primetime character. That is shocking to me. And in 1994. 1994. And they, he kind of, like, hedges his—like, it's very sort of nebulous for a while, like, how he really feels yeah. and, like, what's kind of going on. But then, so they talk about, you know, obviously teen sex a lot. That's, like, a huge thing. Um, Can you have a teen show without it? No. But honestly— it's more of kind of an afterthought on Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. And it, it's a very central theme. Like to the point where I'm uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> the number of times I have an asterisk in my notes for my so-called life that's like, I'm uncomfortable. This is awkward. Oh, my God. This is horrible. I like, think it's because we now know Claire Danes was 13. So we're yes. just like, ah, this is a nightmare. Yeah. But it is – you are like watching a train wreck because you know – as, like, now an adult, like, you've been on the other side, and it's just like, none of this matters. You will be fine. <laughs> but the whole the whole show is very sort of like, oh, my God. Um, I mean, bullying. Just, yeah. like, obvious. Yeah. Like, um, Freaks and Geeks is the first one to talk about—I'm not first, but one of the first to talk about intersex. Yeah. Like, being intersex. Yeah. Which That's is, nuts. I can't name another show where they, like, talk about it. And it's interesting, then, how Ken— who, like, we'll talk about that episode later, but how they kind of deal with it as kids. And it's like, these are 17-year-olds. like In 1980. In 1980, no one talks about what being intersex is or, like, I think we're all a little, uh, you know, we have kind of, you know, we talk a lot more now about, like, being transgender, like, being gay. Like, all those things are, like, much more out in the open. But, like, this is 1980. Like, no one's talking about any of that stuff. Not at all. Um, So... I feel like Ooh. we just lost our shit on these two shows. Yeah, and I how feel much like we love everyone's them. done. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> like, please stop talking. It's done. So essentially, what I feel like we just did is we laid the groundwork for like why we love these shows, why they're great, and um, kind of like hinted at what we're gonna get into. Yeah, you know, we're gonna talk about um, like our favorite episodes. We're gonna talk about important episodes. Very, yeah, very special episodes, as we like to call yeah. them. 
Um, you know, we'll probably talk about like more about the characters. Some fun facts in there. Some, you know, you know, Natalie's got some fun facts. She has been. I mean, don't put pressure on me. Yeah, I know. You, she was. I was stressed me out. You she guys. Was I was up until eleven. Yeah. <laughs> taking notes. I'm like, what is my life? By the way, it is weird to like take notes on television in case you've never done it. It's very personal. Like my notes are just like dumb things. Like, yeah. what is this? Mine are a lot of, like, I remember feeling this way. Like, yeah, it's very—it's a lot. Um, but I feel like for now this is good. It was a good summary of, like, what are the shows. We'll give you guys a week to kind of maybe not get caught up on both shows because it's real aggressive. Yeah, but, we did it. Um, but check them out yeah. if you haven't watched Reminisce. It. Yeah. Ooh, definitely reminisce. There are some, sh- there are some moments where I'm like, mm-hmm. I—this, like, teleported me back to a moment in my life, particularly with my so-called life. Um, but I feel like that's this is maybe enough for, for episode one. I'm obviously exhausted and sweaty, so I think that's— <laughs> Typical Mara. Yeah, I think that's always a good, like, stopping point. Like, yeah. oh, I'm sweating, so fine, right. cool. So if you want to, you know, talk about my so-called life and Freaks and Geeks, or did if you buy a jade roller and want to oh, yeah. let us know if it works. Honestly, you guys, send us your jade roller picks. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know— it would always be lovely if you guys like what you heard, if you like My So-Called Life and Freaks and Geeks. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, yeah. we don't hate Email it. Email us. We're not mad at you. Find us on Instagram. Yeah, hellofangirls at gmail.com. Um, if there are things that you guys, like, have to talk about about these shows, we want to know because yeah. we want to talk about it, too. So let us know. We'll, we'll work them in. We'll work them in for you guys. Um, and, yeah. I think that's it. Find us on social, and we'll see you next Friday, Find us on social. (laughs) (laughs) I am sorry. (laughs) So we'll see you next Friday, guys. Bye. Bye.